Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Welcome, you're listening to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Bruce McGowan, longtime sports radio personality. Now, today, uh, we don't have a guest, but... um, We don't need a guest. We don't... (laughs) We're entertaining as it is. We're entertaining as it is. If people don't like us, they can, you know, they can lump it. (laughs) That's right. But don't turn that dial. Don't turn that dial. Stay right right here. (laughs) Listen to the dulcet tones of Bruce and Edward. There you go. Uh, And uh, at each commercial break, I'm going to entertain everybody with a baseball question. And these are going to be tough baseball questions. Oh, tough. I like that. And we know, Bruce, you love baseball. I do love baseball. It's my favorite sport. Uh, Me too. um, Really? Is it your favorite sport? It is, of course. Not football, not basketball. No. no. And it's interesting because I've I've been really getting into basketball the last couple of years. because we got the the Warriors. Warriors. I mean, we do this show in the Bay Area and the Warriors are, you know, they're... Amazing. It's it, they're definitely fun to watch. They're fun to watch. Yeah. They bring and, your interest back to the game. It's, that's true. And it's not that I'm a fair weather fan. I'm, I'm, I'm going to admit it. I'm a fair weather fan. I didn't like the way basketball was played before the Warriors. It, the Warriors remind me of what basketball used to be like in the seventies. Yeah, because in the eighties it, it didn't seem like one on one. Well, that's when it that. all started, and it really took off in the nineties with Michael Jordan's one on one thing. You know, Michael yeah. Jordan's a great player, but everybody wanted to be like Mike. Yeah, and not everybody could be. Yeah. And it wrecked the game. And thank God, you know, people like Steve Kerr were visionary and Steph Curry and Kevin Durant realized that it's better to be all for one and one for all rather than me, myself, and I. I know. How many times, I I don't know what the statistic is, but how many times you see a guy score 50 points and they lose? Yeah. And you kind of wonder, I mean, you're scoring practically half the team's points probably in that case. That's very interesting. All right, so we're going to ask tough uh, baseball questions, and we're going to talk about a few things. You wanted to bring up uh, this Sean Miller. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about uh, men's curling. We've never yeah, talked about curling, curling before, yeah, but that was yeah. exciting. Yeah, that was. And uh, basketball, they were thinking about coming. They're trying to th- shake things up um, with potentially new ideas for tournament for, uh, for the bottom dwellers. Oh, yeah, nice. I don't know if you read about that. All right, well, don't touch that dial. Sports Econ 101 will be right back.
This is Mark Honf, co-host of Mortgage Investing 101. Did you know that you can earn, year in and year out, returns of 8% and more on your savings and retirement accounts? Mortgage-backed investment strategies such as trustee investing and mortgage pool funds can do just that. Since 2008, clients of Pacific Private Money have consistently earned high yields on their investments. Find out for yourself how you, too, can profit from these real estate-secured investments. Call 415-883-2150 or visit our website at PacificPrivateMoney.com. The ladies of Broadway are coming to Marin Center this March. Prepare to be amazed and inspired as these Broadway powerhouse ladies hit the stage for a dynamic evening highlighting the tales and talents of their stellar Broadway experiences. Seven accomplished women will perform and share not only their own Broadway highlights and stories, but their tributes to women such as Ethel Merman, Bernadette Peters, and Audra McDonald that have inspired them throughout their careers. This performance for all ages is produced by Transcendence Theater Company, the creators of the award-winning Broadway Under the Stars concert series in wine country. Broadway professionals currently scheduled to appear in Ladies of Broadway include women from Broadway shows such as Wicked, Mamma Mia, Hairspray, Legally Blonde, Motown the Musical, and American in Paris, and many more. Performances will be on March 17th and 18th at Marin Veterans Memorial Auditorium. Reserve tickets at www.ladiesofbroadway.com. That's www.ladiesofbroadway.com. If you suffer from back pain, joint pain, arthritis, or other chronic pain, you need to try the water therapy benefits that Avantage Therapeutic Walk-In Bath provides. Not only does Avantage Walk-In Bath help get you in and out of the tub safely, it is proven to be beneficial to relieve aches and pains, giving you the relief to enjoy your day. You can enjoy taking your new bath and rejuvenating your body in as little as seven days. And if you call today and ask for the radio special, we'll give you a 15 hundred dollar coupon towards the purchase of a new vantage walk-in bath every call in the next 10 minutes will receive a fifteen hundred dollar coupon towards the purchase of a new vantage walk-in bath your aches and pains can be washed away call right now for a risk-free quote 800-552-6851 800-552-6851 that's 800-552-6851 you're in luck all this month during aaron's lucky days get started leasing to own furniture electronics or appliances and get six months same as cash plus you can save big on select products like living rooms a JVC 55-inch smart TV bundle, a Samsung laundry pair, an HP desktop, and more. With no credit needed and free delivery and setup. Come to a participating store or visit errands.com and get six months same as cash during Aaron's Lucky Days. Transaction advertised as a rental purchase agreement. Some restrictions apply. See store for details. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. Now, Bruce, right at the break, just before we came on, we were just talking about how uh, baseball... Uh, the Giants are playing the Mariners on opening night. Yeah. What is who, who, who is making the schedule? Interleague play? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm okay. I understand interleague play. It's a novelty. I think the novelty's worn off, quite frankly, unless you have a natural rivalry like A's, Giants, or yeah. Angels, you know, Dodgers. But this whole thing about interleague play on opening night? Yeah, that the, uh, opening, opening night day. Part. Come on. Yeah, that's kind of strange. It's like an opening and who care if you're a Giants fan, you really want to see the Mariners? Is that the team you want to see? Not a, on. not on opening day. Play, play, have them play the A's. That would be a great opening day. Yeah. Giants and A's. Now, yeah, I'm all for that, but the Mariners? Yeah, but still I, I, I don't no know. knock on the Mariners, but they're not a rival. They're yeah. not in the area. 
No, you, I think you should always start off with a rivalry. Yeah, play the Dodgers. Play the Dodgers on opening. Yeah. No, they used to do that. They did it a few times. Yeah, I mean, and again, I'm I'm, I'm all for interleague play because I think it's kind of neat, especially if you're a one t- uh, team. I mean, now we're, we've got both American and national here right, in, if you're in San Francisco Bay Area. Team city. Yeah, yeah but if yeah. you're in what Arizona. Right, yeah. and who's you're your just, rival there? You know, yeah. Texas Rangers. Well, yeah. no, but I mean, if uh, you know, when are you? When would you ever get to see an, an, an American League team yeah, unless you're in the World Series? So I, I do yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. Um, and we were talking also how in the old days it used to be that Cincinnati was always the first team to they they were always the first to play, and it was always a day game. And you know why that was? Yes, I do. It's because Cincinnati Red Stockings were the first professional That's team right. in 1869. And as Jimmy Stewart mm-hmm. would have put it. And they took on all comers that year and won every game. Yeah. Most of those early wins came on the road. <laughs> Was he a big uh, baseball oh, fan? Huge or just... baseball fan. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I interviewed him once at a at a Portland Beavers AAA baseball game. He was up there with uh, with Joe DiMaggio, and they're promoting wow. some event. And they were, and it couldn't have been nicer. The two of those guys couldn't have been nicer. And what good friends they were. Really? Yeah, they okay. got along really well. Yeah, Joe was very quiet. Jimmy was yeah. very loquacious. Well, you know, Clipper, I remember seeing you back in 41 in the middle of that heading streak. And then Joe gives him this kind of look like, I don't. You're not that old, are you? <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you, what, what do you mean? What I, was you born, I was born before you yeah. were, Clipper. <laughs> hey, Clipper. Yeah. He, he probably called him Clipper. He did. He did. I, wonder where that, now we, I know it's Yankee Clipper. Where did the Clipper part come in? That's oh, I a guess good Yankee, question. Yeah. I guess, I Yankee, Yankee Clipper, Clipper well, a, big, a, a Clipper ship. ship. Yeah, Clipper yeah. Ship, yeah. yeah. I'm not sure where what the relationship is, but that's yeah. okay. Yeah, because yeah, uh, you know, uh, I can I can do a James right. Stewart. You know, James Stewart's you know? one of the one of those. You got you got to sort of has as he got older, right. sort of. Uh, yeah, well, my do- you ever hear him do his uh, ode to Bo on Johnny Carson when he when he uh, did his he read his poem about his dog that had died, and it was kind of funny at first, and then at the end, and now he's dead. <laughs> and there are nights when I look down at the bottom of the bed, and I see his eyes. And there are nights when I feel his warm breath on my face. Oh, how I long for a dog named Bo. And the way he, the way he read it, Johnny Carson was like, whoa. You know, the audience was all in tears. And then Jimmy's going like, oh, yeah, yeah, that was a, that was a tearjerker. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I finally saw the movie North by Northwest. You hadn't seen I that hadn't all these seen years. That. I, all I know, all I know is nineteen fifty nine. Cary Grant, Cary yeah. uh, Grant. Oh, that's right. That's e- not James Stewart. It's Cary Grant. Yeah. Yeah. Yves Saint Marie was that the name? Uh, Yves Marie Saint. Yves Marie Saint. Or no? Yeah. Was that who it was? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, James, Martin James Landau, Mason. who always plays a bad oh, guy. Landau, and it's so yeah. funny because uh, yeah. I, you know, I remember him from Mission Impossible. Yes, of course. And then uh, he was later, married to Barbara Bain, who was in Mission Impossible. Oh, that's right. They were husband and wife. They 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 actually signed on as a package team. Oh. Okay, because then then uh, like later on, like, you know, 10 years ago when he was really old, he was in um, Entourage, the uh, the TV show. Martin Martin Landau? Yeah. And he played Martin Landau, you know, as a really old guy. He was great. And you ever see Crimes and Misdemeanors, Woody Allen's film? He plays an old guy. He's involved with uh, Angelica Houston and she becomes unreasonable. And he has her murdered, and he feels really guilty about it, and he's going to confess. And Woody Allen keeps telling him, "No, you don't confess. No." You know? <laughs> I could just imagine. I'm guilty that. all the time, and I didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now back to sports. Yes, this is a sports, sports show, yeah, you know. This okay, is a sports so show. Uh, what you wanted to mention about Sean Miller? Yeah. Tell the audience because maybe not everybody knows about what's well, going Sean on. Well, Sean Miller's the head basketball coach for men's basketball at Arizona. Uh, ESPN a few days ago, came out with a report that 
According to them, citing anonymous sources, um, the FBI had Miller on a wiretap discussing a $100,000 payment to a guy named Artun. Uh, no, no, why did they have the wire? They must have had some inf- information. Yeah, about I don't know. Something. And Miller is claiming there was no such conversation. Those statements have damaged me, my family, the university. They are wrong. And the um, president of the university, Robert Robbins, said that uh, Coach Miller is our coach. He has a contract. We're moving forward. So it's kind of uh, immobile force meets unstoppable rock or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I mean, the ESPN's not backing down. This guy's not backing down. This in, and, and he get. He comes onto the court with his team the other night against Stanford, and they give him a standing ovation. So wow. obviously they're behind him. Uh, he's a very popular guy. But it's a story that's kind of intriguing because why would ESPN risk its reputation to smear somebody needlessly? I mean, Miller hasn't done anything that, that warrants uh, before that warrants yeah. any kind of uh, you know retaliation by the media or anything. And then why would Miller be so adamant to, to say I'm – Somebody's lying here. Who's gonna, who is deep throat in this be, uh, example? Exactly. Uh, who is yeah. who's this uh, anonymous source? This is a thing that always bothers me. Well, you know, we got these anonymous sources. <laughs> yeah. well, sometimes these anonymous sources, uh, you know, there's a reason they're anonymous because they're not well, very you, credible. You can just make one up. I yeah. mean, you can just make it up to say, yeah, uh, yeah so, some guy told me his plumber's uh, cousin told me, and you know, or, yeah. well, or, you know, <laughs> and I'm not impugning ESPN because usually yeah. I, I did some work for them for for a number of years for their radio network. They're good people, but. Um, Obviously, either Miller is wrong or they're wrong. Uh, somebody's lying here, and I, I, I hate to say it. I tend to I tend to to stand with ESPN more than I do Miller, only because I know ESPN and I don't know Miller. Okay. So, and Miller had a, you know Miller had more reason. Why would Miller do this? I, I don't know. It's kind. Of, this raises the whole question: what's what's uh, what's wrong with paying players yeah. that play college sports? The the men's basketball and men's football pay basically for all the other sports. So shouldn't the uh, – and the university's yeah. making a ton of money off these athletes. Shouldn't the athletes be paid? Well, the uh, the obvious answer to that is, well, they're getting a free education. Well, that may be true. But how about allowing them to, say, sign a shoe contract that has nothing to do with the school? I think that's a, a way around this mess because we're going to continue to see stories like this with Sean Miller uh, allegedly trying to pay off somebody to come to his school as long as these athletes, yeah, I mean, uh, right now, can they sign a shoe contract? That's a good question. I don't. I, mean, it has I don't to think do legally with... they, there's any reason why they couldn't. I mean, Olympic athletes have endorsements, you know, and they're yeah. supposed to be considered amateurs. So why, why not college football and basketball players? And again, these guys, those two programs are generating all the money that yeah. allow you know women's soccer and and, uh, and you even know, softball and baseball yeah. to exist. So you know, again, I'm playing devil's advocate here. I don't believe in paying the players. I think. But, Signing contracts, endorsement deals, I don't think that's a bad idea. Uh, now, baseball is really popular in, you know, uh, like Oklahoma. You know, they get some of the, the you know, the big championships. That these oh, yeah. Teams do yeah really the well. Midwest college, uh, college baseball is big. Of course, you know, you have your pockets out here on the West Coast and back east, too. But, yeah. but they know. don't, but they're, they're, I guess they're not as big generally. I guess they don't get too many fans in the stadium for college right? games, yeah. yeah. You know, if you're if you're a really good team and you're a perennial champion, you'll get you know a couple, couple thousand, thousand maybe. Yeah. Stanford gets a couple thousand once in a while. But, They're off to a great start this year. They're nine and zero. But I mean, let's be honest: who really cares about college baseball? 
announced. Who really follows so, it? You know? I mean, yeah, I mean, it's not like you I mean, know, I'm not the Final the Four. Yeah. In, like, I mean, I de- it's funny. I don't follow college basketball that much, except for the, when it gets the, to the, the tournament. Like, the yeah. tournament's fun because it's just one and done. I love that one and done. The the upsets yeah. that happen. You know, the, the yeah. number one teams that fall to the number eighteen. Team, yeah, that's and, great. You know, NC State, 1983. Yeah, there right, you Jim go. Valvano. There you go. All right, we're going to cut to our first commercial break. We're going to ask some tough baseball oh, questions. Oh boy! All right, ready? You ready? Okay. What sign of my newspaper? What team did Roger Maris start his major league career with? Oh, I know that one. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Missed it by that much. Missed it by that much. Okay. Don uh, Adamson, get I, smart. I, I, yeah. Would you believe I've got a peace shooter here? Yeah. <laughs> Would Chief, you believe? the cone of silence. Chief. All I remember is Tennessee Tuxedo. Come along. And didn't he have a thing with Barbara movie. Felden, number agent 99? Yeah. In they the show, a, he did. Didn't they, weren't they supposed to be kind of like, yeah. you know, she always, she was always Yeah, she was always after him. And yeah, yeah. Eventually, I think they got married in the show. Okay. All right. So email edward at sportsecon101.com. The answer to this question. What team did Roger Maris? start his major league career with. Roger Maris was only 52 when he died. Ugh, well, he had all that pressure. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. All right, don't touch that dial. We're going to be right back. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. 2313. That's 800 2313. 800 2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warren Tech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. This family is at home, but they won't be answering the door. They know that the pounding on the door is a process server from the court waiting to hand them foreclosure documents. So instead of enjoying the home they worked so hard to afford, they sit hiding in the dark. Mom, what was that? 
but it doesn't have to be this way. This family can save their home, but they must act fast. Call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions at 800-274-7312. If you're being threatened with foreclosure, have been denied a loan modification, missed a payment on your mortgage, been a victim of a predatory loan, or are upside down on your home, it's critical that you call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions now. 800-274-7312. Allied State Foreclosure Solutions has an attorney in your area that will meet and speak with you. You can stop the foreclosure process, lower your monthly mortgage payments, save your home and your credit, but you must act now. Call 800-274-7312. 800-274-7312. Not available in all states. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. Here was our first trivia question. What team did Roger Maris start his major league career with? Well, Roger Maris played for four big league teams, and I believe his career lasted, I think, 15 years. He played last with the Cardinals, where he won two pennants in a World Series. He played with the Yankees, where he set the record, uh, home run record, single season of 61. Before that, he played with the Kansas City Athletics. Okay. And then before that, his first team was the Cleveland Indians. Very good. Yeah. Now I know Roger Maris inside and out. Oh, that's not go. fair. You cheated. I cheated. I just <laughs> you know my knowledge of the old guys. Okay. He's dead. He's been dead for God over thirty years. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right, because after yeah, McGuire, when he when he breed his record, he went to his children in the stands. That's right. Yeah. 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 Don't worry. We'll get you on number two. Question okay. number two is a little okay. harder. Harder, okay. Yes. So what's on your mind? Okay, what's on my mind? All right, uh, men's curling. Men's, men's curling. curling. Or Come just on. curling in general. Yes, well, but, but I mean. I mean, the men's, are, you watch, there's, is there really any difference between men's and women's curling? I, I, is the game played any different? Is the strategy different? I don't different? think so. I don't think so. Um, it's just a strange little game, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, How do you, you know, it would be fun to, to be one of those people who yells and gets to brush, you know. Yeah. You know, I want them to come to my house and sweep my house. Are they sweepers? Sweepers. I think it's called sweepers. And who's the person who does the You know. The, the thing with the you stone. Know, that's, a, that's a good. I don't know if they what do they call him. They call those starter? things stones, right? The stones. Yeah. Did you watch the uh, gold medal match? I did, and, and and I gotta say, I was actually quite intrigued by it. About the one thing I didn't know about curling, and uh, and correct me if I'm mistaken, but what it seems is okay. You get the guy sweeping right. on the we'll call him the offensive team, right? right? But then once it gets into a certain part in the circle, right. the, a defensive guy can sweep to try to continue the stone to come right. out. I, right. I didn't realize that, you know, because yeah, I never yeah. watched it before. All these little subtleties. Yeah, but there was that one fantastic shot where he moved like three or four stones out of the way. That of the was opponent. the one, yeah. Well, I guess the U.S., they beat, what did they beat, Canada? Canada, was which is really good. And then they beat Sweden, and they yeah. had to come from behind to beat Sweden. Yeah, so, I mean, they weren't expected to do anything. Now, I wonder how you become – we were talking about this off air. How do you become a member of the curling team? Are there curling leagues? I mean, yeah, where, where is the game Where is the game yeah. played? What are its origins? I mean, how many teams are there well, in the air? Okay. I, don't, I have no knowledge of anything about I mean, it's curling. a really old sport because they used to – I would think – it yeah, looks like, old. Like, it looks uh, antique. It's, it's hundreds of hundred, – many hundreds of where did, years Where old. did it originate? Uh, in, in, it's, I believe in uh, Scotland. That sounds about in right. Scotland, yeah. Scotland gets pretty cold it and icy cold in the, the, the yeah. wintertime. Exactly. Yeah. They used to, you know, they, they had real stones back then. That's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, we're going to go play a little. We're going to have a curling match <laughs> out on the dell there. Yeah. <laughs> I guess and I, I guess they used brooms for sweeping yeah. probably the yeah. same way. But, well, I wonder if uh, the president's going to invite the uh, men's curling team to the White House for, uh, you know, I mean, the, 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 US, the U.S. Olympic team didn't really fare that well outside of a couple of golds for yeah. Michaela Schifrin and a gold here and a gold there. I mean, the curling team was really the biggest story. 
Yeah, I guess we, uh, there were a couple of snowboarders. I shouldn't say that. Chloe Kim and no, and the women's you know, hockey team. The women's well. hockey team. How yeah, can we forget that? That yeah. was a great win, upsetting uh, Canada. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that was that was some. But uh, Lindsey Vaughn was a big disappointment. She only got one bronze. Michaela Schifrin won a. I think she won a gold and a silver, or a gold and a bronze. Can't remember. Yeah, okay, okay, she's yeah. kind of like the new American America's sweetheart. Oh, okay. Lindsay, Lindsay's sort of shuffling. Well, she's the... getting older now. How old is yeah, she now? Lindsay's uh, 33. Yeah. yeah. So Michaela's only yeah. 22. There you go. But Michaela's mom, I guess, has been following her around and sort of coaching her. And it, the, it's almost like she's becoming an annoyance. Oh, no. Not yeah. like a LeVar Ball. I don't know if it's that way. But, I mean, the media has been finding it to be annoying. And now Michaela may like the comfort of having her mom along. So, you know, they may just have to put up with it. Interesting. You know, it's funny. I was thinking about LeVar Ball. Is he coming? Is he is he becoming the Kardashians of sports? Well, is he now? Isn't he and two of his sons? Aren't they over in Latvia or someplace? Latvia, yeah, they're playing in some little you know god awful league in front of nine hundred people in gyms that aren't even you know heated well, up. And and is are his sons just not as good as Lonzo? I mean, I, you know, I don't I, know I much about his kids. I just know that his dad's a blowhard. You know, I mean, his dad played professional football. You, you know. know what his dad said about Steve Curry? He goes, ah, that team was just as good under Mark Jackson. No, they weren't. I covered that team. They weren't yeah, as good. No, I mean. Mark Jackson was a good coach. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, Mark Jackson brought him out of the funk. Yeah. But he did not have, he did not, uh, Mark Jackson was very, very specific about certain things that you could do or couldn't do on yeah. the court. Steve Kerr is much more. Okay, he I, lets the guys be. Yeah, he lets are, the guy, yeah. and he knows these guys know how to play the game. Please don't tell me it's a black-white thing. No, okay. I mean that—that's absurd. <laughs> but but Levar Ball, you know what, what he said? Oh, the Warriors were just going to. No, they weren't. No, <laughs> I know because I covered were, the team. No, they were in the building. Mode. They were a good team. Yeah, yeah, but they weren't a, a playoff. They were a playoff team, but they weren't a championship caliber. I'm trying to team. remember now, who did they acquire between Jackson and and Kerr? Well, team, they, they, the guys that really developed uh, under Kerr. I mean, he started to become a regular, but he really blossomed. Was uh, Draymond Green? You know, he was a young player under under, uh, under Coach Jackson, Jackson. Yeah. and then interesting story about Jackson. Now he's not coaching; you know, he's he's commentating. Yeah, and one wonders why he doesn't want to coach again, or maybe or nobody invited. wants. Yeah. Maybe nobody wants to hire well, him. Did, weren't there a lot of guys who he? It was like my way, the highway. Yeah, and also he was very strange with the media. I had no problem with him, but I I am told that during practices you could not talk to any of his assistant coaches. And if you tried, uh, he would get really upset with you. And that's yeah. kind of weird. That's That doesn't sound good. I mean, I could see not talking to the players while they're practicing. <laughs> no, but, but an assistant. <laughs> well, I mean, coach, you know, not I mean, a lot, allowing your assistants to have, you know, any kind of input with the media. I mean, that's that smacks of, you know, like a control freak. Yeah. So anyway, I think it's always kind of fun to to listen to him and uh, Jeff Van Gundy. Oh, they're, they're I, I, good I, together. I, yeah, I, I, I think Mark Jackson's like, a terrific uh, commentator. I I yeah. don't know why he's not coaching in whether it's his choice or whether some he did something. Uh, <laughs> there were some stories about some of his. Well, I don't want to get into it, but yeah. it, the guy has some. There's some quirky things about him that that we don't know that much about, but apparently, yeah. you know, may have hurt him. No, but I I, I got to say I like. Jeff Van Gundy, because oh, I funny. mean he's funny yeah. and he's uh, he knows the game. Really you remember the time well. Jeff Van Gundy uh, during a brawl grabbed Tree Rollins around the leg, and there was a picture <laughs> of him in the next the next day. He looked like this little kid with his <laughs> arms around Tree Rollins, like he was going to bite Tree Rollins' leg. You know, like like kind of like my dog when he goes after the cat. You know, in the morning. 
<laughs> Should have seen our dog and cat this morning too. It was hysterical. I had to. I, I got it on videotape. I'll show it to you. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. The dog's a puppy, right? The dog is about uh, four months old, but he loves to attack the cat, and the cat it will put up with it to a degree. But today, the dog had the cat under the neck and was like Ooh. shaking him, and he wasn't hurting him. And the cat finally said enough. The cat took both of his little claws, wrapped him the dog up, pulled his neck away, and then sunk his little needle teeth into the dog's neck. Ooh. And the dog's like. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> You have to you know to have to watch out with with the uh, cats is them biting. Yeah, my sister actually had to go into the emergency room and yeah. she had to actually stay in the hospital for. Well, three yeah, days. they have a lot. The cats' mouths are not clean at all. Dog, it's interesting. Dogs' mouths are clean because dogs sweat through their mouths. Cats do not sweat through their mouths, so their mouths are. Oh, they're, wonder, they're, so they're like our the, mouths. They're very dirty. So that's the reason. Yeah. Uh, the do- cats' mouths are like our mouths. They're very. Our human mouths are the dirtiest part of our body. Do you know? You realize that there are more germs, different germs that exist in your mouth than in any other part of your body. Huh. So just okay. remember that next time you you know you're kissing your wife goodnight. Just remember. That. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, great. <laughs> that, that's a that's a good uh, um, yeah. thing to be thinking about. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Hey, you know Tiger Woods. Uh, he's starting to play pretty well again, yeah, isn't he? Yeah. You know. You never know. I mean, the good news is that he seems to be over his maladies. The bad news is that he's, what is he, 44 years old? Is that how old he is yeah, now? Yeah. He's, uh, yeah. Yeah, actually, he was born in 1974. Yeah, so okay. he's 44. Do, He'll they be 44. Have, do they even have the senior circuit anymore? There was a time when they Yeah, Oh, yeah, they, they do. But I think you have to be 55 to play it. So he's still Oh, a few not years. 50. Okay. Well, maybe 50. I don't know. That's a good question. Maybe one of our listeners can call us. Oh, we don't have a call on that line. No, that's so. okay. They can still email Edward at Sports Econ 101. There you go, my <laughs> friend. <laughs> Saddle up. You know, yesterday, I was uh, two days ago, I was surfing, and a wave, big wave came in. I'm not talking to one of the other surfers, and then I look over at the surfer, and I go, Saddle up the buckboard, Pompey. We're going in to dodge. <laughs> I took that wave all the way into shore. Oh, you got a big kick out of that. Did he know who you were? No, he said, I knew you were doing John Wayne, but what's that, from what movie? And I said, the man who shot Liberty Valance. Come on, you know? God, that, yeah, how old was he, this guy? He wouldn't, he wouldn't have been he, born when this. Yeah, you he know, never the, even heard of Liberty Valance. Yeah. You remember Liberty Valance, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. The man who shot Liberty Valance. He shot the bravest man of there, all. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah that? You know that stuff, yeah. Uh, in fact, who sang that? Robert Goulet now? That's, That's a good question. Either, I just remember Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. Uh, Vera Miles, John Wayne, Woody Strode, Lee Marvin, Struther Martin. Lee Van I mean, Cleef? Lee Van Cleef. That had an yeah. all-star cast. Wow. I was uh, like the Dirty Dozen. Edmund O'Brien. You know, I mean, he was the he was the newspaper editor. You know, you know it's been so long the... since I've since I've seen that oh, movie. See that? I, I got to yeah. see it again. Yeah, one one of my favorite again. movies is um, The Dirty Dozen. Oh yeah, with Lee, yeah, Lee Marvin, Utah, yeah. You know who was in that was Trini Lopez. Yeah, he was one of the guys. The little Jim, guitar, guitar playing. Yeah, yeah. Guy. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing. I when I watched it, I looked through the credits, and there's like ten famous, really famous yeah. people. Yeah. Oh, and then that uh, was Jim Brown's first movie too, and he had a yeah. short lived career in Hollywood. You remember? And he died in the movie too. That's right. He gets blown he, at, the, he, at the very yeah, end yeah, after gets, putting all the grenades in there. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's he's the second to the last guy to die. Well, of course, they always killed the black guys back in those days. <laughs> they did. <laughs> no, it's true. They never let them survive. Really? You know? Yeah, it's true. You watch every one of those movies. They're always killing them off. You know? Wait a minute. It's the world we lived in back then. No, no. It's a, no, it's a harsh kinda... world. It's a, it's a, what's the word I'm looking for? Darwinian. Well, you know, it's funny. I was I was watching um, MASH, and then I, I happened to be kind of, you know, the old MASH series. With Alan Alda. With Alan Alda. And yeah. for some reason, they, 
I don't know. Maybe I saw like a trivia thing on there, and they said one of the reasons they they got rid, they did some changes. Like there was a guy they called Spear Chucker, which obviously right. is, is not politically yeah. correct. But they get one of the reasons they got rid of him was because, and he was black. It's because they go, yeah, in history, they didn't have any black surgeons in the Korean War. Oh, is that right? In, in, in Mash. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Here, let's go to the second trivia question. Sounds right? good. Well, see if you okay. can stump me. You didn't, right, you didn't you do too well with the first one. No, this one I think I will though. Okay. In 1950. That's before I was born, by the way. That's okay. You still know baseball. Okay. Who led the American League with 15 steals? 15 steals? Are you serious? <laughs> apparently in, in the American League in 1950. Whoa. Well, talk about a slow-footed season. I, I mean, I guess because you had the the Korean War had just kind of got started. Maybe some of the guys had to. All the fast you know, guys yeah. went and played All right. Don't touch that dial. Sports oh, Econ. Geez. 101. We'll be right back. The ladies of Broadway are coming to Marin Center this March. Prepare to be amazed and inspired as these Broadway powerhouse ladies hit the stage for a dynamic evening highlighting the tales and talents of their stellar Broadway experiences. Seven accomplished women will perform and share not only their own Broadway highlights and stories, but their tributes to women such as Ethel Merman, Bernadette Peters, and Audra McDonald that have inspired them throughout their careers. This performance for all ages is produced by Transcendence Theater Company, the creators of the award-winning Broadway Under the Stars concert series in wine country. Broadway professionals currently scheduled to appear in Ladies of Broadway include women from Broadway shows such as Wicked, Mamma Mia, Hairspray, Legally Blonde, Motown the Musical, and American in Paris, and many more. Performances will be on March 17th and 18th at Marin Veterans Memorial Auditorium. Reserve tickets at www.ladiesofbroadway.com. That's www.ladiesofbroadway.com. Hi, Sports Econ 101 listeners. I'm Edward Brown. You know me as the host of the show, but you may not know that I work with individuals getting them the least expensive term life insurance policies around. Don't be fooled by the ads you hear on TV and radio. It's always best to work with someone who's completely independent. That's where I come in. If you email me at edward at sportsecon101.com your name, your age, and how much insurance you want, I'll run the numbers through my software program and let you know the least expensive policy around from among many of the top insurance companies. Again, I'm totally independent, so email edward at sportsecon101.com for your free life insurance quote today. Why pay more for life insurance than you need to? I can get you a guaranteed policy where the low premiums are fixed anywhere from 10 to 35 years. So email edward at sportsecon101.com right now for your free life insurance quote. That's edward at sportsecon101.com. Being a new parent means every high and low you can imagine. But Evos can make it all easier with a baby monitor you can trust. Go to myevos.com. That's M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com to see how Evos can be the eyes and ears of your nursery. Evos works with your smartphone to provide a live audio and HD video connection to your baby anytime and anywhere. On a date, at work, away on business, even serving your country overseas, 
Evo's helps you never miss a moment. Whether your baby is with a sitter, your partner, a grandparent, or a friend, you'll be right there too. And with unique features like smart alerts that know the difference between a barking dog and your baby crying, extensive sleep tracking data, and state-of-the-art security features for your peace of mind, Evo's is the smart baby monitor for connected parents. And enter the code SPORTS at checkout for $20 off. That's myevos.com. M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. Oh, we have a hard trivia question we for do. Mr. McGowan. I do not know the answer to this. In 1950, oh, oh, let's put it this way. I promise you, you'll, you'll at least know the name. Oh, okay. Okay. The Hall of Famer? Uh, no. Okay. In 1950, who led the American League with 15 steals? Clueless. Mr. Clueless, that's correct. No. Um, uh, okay, now I'll give you a hint. You will know his brother. Okay, we'll know his brother. And you'll know his other brother. Oh, he had two brothers that played in the big leagues? Yes. Well, one of the DiMaggio's? Yes. Dom, Dom, DiMaggio? Dom DiMaggio. Dom DiMaggio led the league in steals? Well, with a whopping 15. What was going on with, in the league that year? I didn't realize there were that few steals. Uh, a lot of guys uh, didn't come back with legs. Unfortunately, that's a little under the... Is this thing on? (laughs) Unfortunately, yes, that was a bad joke. Okay, so um, let's see here. What else we got? Okay, what do you think about the Yankees this year? Judge, Stanton, and Sanchez, what's a powerhouse to be contending? Yeah, but uh, (laughs) until they put together a solid rotation and and a great bullpen, I'm not convinced the Yankees are, you know, championship quality, timber, whatever you want to say. I mean, they'll be there. They'll be in the playoffs, but they've got to develop a, a steady, solid pitching staff. And they haven't had one of those in a long time, you know, even when they were winning uh, the last few years. They didn't. They had good pitching, but they weren't, you know, not, not the kind of pitching that Houston had or the Dodgers yeah. had or Cleveland even had. So, and good yeah. pitching will be good hitting. That's right. Look at the poor Giants in the 60s. They had Marichelle and Perry and a bunch of no-names, and the Dodgers always beat them because they had Koufax, Claude Osteen and Don Drysdale. One extra starter. And that yeah. was the difference. Wow, it's amazing how that one extra starter. Yeah, right. Well, what do they say? Uh, the difference between hitting 300 and being a multi million dollar year play, uh, multi million dollar player is one hit a week. One hit a week. One exactly. hit a week. I said from it. One dinger a week. You know where you got that from? Dinger? Was uh, the famous movie with uh, Kevin Costner and Susan Sarandon. Oh, uh, um,. It was made in 1988 yeah, yeah, about, yeah, about no. the minor leagues. Uh, D- Bull, uh, Bull, Bull Durham. Durham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One dinger. One dinger. One little dying Di- Dying quail. Dying quail. <laughs> Lag a little glunker out of right field. <laughs> uh, I love that. He I, lagged a little glunker out of right field. I forget Bob Stevens, the Chronicle, August, you know, late. He's not around anymore. He died many years ago. But he was the first Giants beat writer for the San Francisco Chronicle Sporting Green. And he had described a game-winning hit that Jesus Lou had once. I'll never forget this. I was like 14 when I was reading this. He lagged a little glunker out at right field. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard the term can of corn. What's can of corn. That means like, you know, in the old days in the uh, stores, you know, the, the shelves were much higher because the, the supermarkets, they weren't supermarkets. They were markets. They were much smaller. So everything was stacked real high. So to get the can of corn on the top of the of the, uh, of the stack, the, of the the stack yeah, yeah. you'd have to take this little – brush or this little thing and you know, uh, kind of oh, knock it off and oh, then you oh. catch it. Catch the, the can of corn as it's coming down. So it's an easy catch. So that's what they call it. Can of corn! Okay, okay. So it's more of an easy catch than it has yeah. anything to do with Easy catch. Uh, can of corn. Hitting. Okay. Yeah. All right. So somehow, I guess I, I was on like uh, Sports Yahoo and then I clicked on something, clicked on something and I got hooked up with this Life Buzz 
I don't know, some kind of a website. Mm. And they were talking about like like odd pictures uh, okay. in sports. And so this is the Texas Track Club mm. was one of the greatest all-girl track teams in Texas during the 1960s. But something else brought them to fame. The girls' coach, Margaret Flamin Mamie Ellison, required the girls to wear lots of makeup, have out-of-this-world hairdos, and sport spectacular uniforms. So hmm. the attention they received helped pave the way for women's track in America. Interesting. So it's kind of interesting. You look at some of these pictures here. You imagine running Oh, my like- God. <laughs> look like they look like they just came off the 1960s runway, runway yeah, model exactly. or something there, yeah. And it's funny because, you know, I, I, so I look at this and, and we all kind of laugh. And, and part, of, part of it is, you know, oh, how could they be, exploit those women? And, and it's all about sex. I wonder how the hairdos, uh, you know, held on. Held on, yeah. <laughs> I know when they're running, of, the, you know, the track uh, it's events. One, lots of hairspray. Yeah. It's one of big, big beehive. Yeah. But, but it's funny because I kind of look at it and I, I say, yeah, and they, women looked attractive. But it's amazing if it wasn't for this kind of odd sexual situation. Right. I wonder how long it would have taken for the girls' track team. I mean, you got to really do something to. Yeah, you got to. Well, you know, look at Rush Limbaugh. Rush Limbaugh doesn't believe half what he says, but he says something, and it gets a reaction. So you you do something to get a reaction. And he's told you that he doesn't believe half. What I'm he an says. entertainer, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> but does that mean that he doesn't believe it? I think I think he believes what he says. I think he just takes it to a different level. You yeah. Know? Well, some of these other guys, they yell and scream. And, oh! Yeah, it's kind of like, like me. You know, I, I think there might have been a conspiracy to kill Kennedy. I'm not sure, but I don't know if you know hmm. it involves you know, the CIA and other... And Ho- Hoover or J. Edgar Hoover? J. Edgar Hoover. Well, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> some people believe that we didn't even land on the moon. Seriously, they, they think uh, yeah. the whole thing was a conspiracy. Yeah, why, so though? They, well... Why would, it, why would, we, why yeah, would America go to those? Like, what's the advantage of convincing us that we went to the moon? Uh, to think. get the to gain the advantage of superiority over Russia, how's that? Of yeah. uh, the thought about okay, that? Okay, just the thought I, of well, it. It's funny because I had yeah. heard interesting that some people think that we didn't land on the moon because I mean, what, like their quote proof was that the flag was waving oh. and there's no gravity on right. the moon, so it wouldn't wave. Well, it had these little um, pieces of uh, metal that automatically just uh, became. Kept it straight. Kept straight, yeah. Okay. That's why it, it looked like it was waving. Well, I asked an astronaut about that. He, he, which one? Uh, one of the guys who was on the moon? Uh, he, I don't know if, no, I don't think he landed on the moon. But, but he, he circled he, the moon. He's, wow. Yeah, he circled it. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to remember his name now. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, Ed, Ed, Ed somebody. Okay. Okay. Whatever. So, anyway, Mr. Ed. Mr. Ed. <laughs> and um, and so I asked him. I said, "Yeah, you know, heard the conspiracies right. and such." And he and he kind of laughed and he said, "Well, he said, even if you don't have gravity, if you do something that causes motion, it'll take a little bit for it to kind of stop." Yeah. Which kind of made sense. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, it's so funny, all, the, all these conspiracy theories. Yeah, I mean, what, we didn't have the technology or we didn't have the will to do it or what was the reason we – I guess, like you said, maybe the the whole idea that conspiracy theorists are putting out there is that we wanted to look better in the eyes of the world as opposed to the Russians. Well, and that was the whole thing of the arms race. Um, you know, Kennedy true. said, yeah, we got to be on the moon before uh, – uh, you know the Russians. Before Russians yeah, why? Yeah. I mean, unless you're going to like control the world through satellite type. Well, stuff, I remember it was a big that. deal. I remember when he said that. I was nine years old, and I thought, yeah, yeah, you know, we got to get our our boys on the moon before the Russians. Yeah. And I was nine years old when it happened, July twentieth, nineteen sixty nine. I remember. I remember, watching, I remember sitting in front of the TV yeah? watching that when my dad. And my dad was like, just in. My dad was a uh, 
World War II uh, pilot. Oh. Flew, flew P-38s in the Pacific, and he just was, he always wanted to be an astronaut. You know, oh. He always thought about it secretly. That was his fantasy. And he was just like mesmerized. Look at this. Yeah. Man, you're never going to forget this. And oh, I, yeah, that's true. I'm thinking to myself, oh, yeah, that's a pretty big deal. But to my dad, can you imagine growing up in the 1920s and 30s, and here we are landing on the moon? Yeah. Jeez. Pretty pretty amazing. Yeah. I remember being six years old, so that was 1966, and in our first grade class. You're just a youngster. I was just a youngster, yes. Uh, we we built a little like thing out of wood, like a little mini spaceship because you know John Glenn a few years before had circled and you know Alan Shepard and all that. So the, so the space thing was really kind of big in, in the early mid sixties. Oh, yeah. Big deal. And it's so funny because I think about that now and like we were using saws and hammers and yeah. six years old. That, you think they would great? allow that now? Isn't that great that you yeah. were doing that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they allowing allow kids to build now. you know and, and realize their dreams. Yeah, I pretty love it. pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. All right. So, um, I'm trying yes, to remember now. Yes. What, uh, this is our fourth segment, isn't it? Is it? Let's see. We had one, and we did that. We're we having so much fun. Two. I forgot what. what uh, I know. Because I, 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 I see we had three segments here, and I forgot to check off the box oh, that's here. That's all right. Don't worry about all it. All right. Yeah, this is, our, this is our long segment. This is our long segment. That's right. The so, long pass. Okay, what else we got here? So, um, I don't know if you heard about. Uh, let's see. What, what is it? Oh, okay. So, I was just reading. Uh, this happened on Thursday. Uh, Thursday night, mm-hmm. uh, Jordan Clarkson um, goes ahead and dunks. Right, right. Uh, I'm sorry, no, maybe back. Sarek dunks. Sarek, Sarek, Sarek. I'm sorry. Yeah, dunks. And Jordan Clarkson and LeBron kind of take uh, you know issue with it. Right. So I guess there's like you know only maybe 15 seconds left, and for sure the Cavs are going to lose. And so it, it just—it was kind of an easy dunk. He didn't make a big deal out of it. Right. But he dunked the ball, and there's, I guess, there's the, the unwritten rule that you don't, you know, score extra points. And I look and I go, you know what? Either play hard to the end of the game or stop whining. Right. And also, well, was know, this where Clarkson took the ball and threw it and hit Sarich in the back after right after that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm looking at this and I'm going, now, okay, Sarich, you know. Let's say he's trying to kind of get his his uh, percentages up. Yeah. Like personally, he sure. can uh, increase his income if he says, you know, hey, uh, I made sixty percent of my shots this year, right, you know, which right. would be really so you good. You can't right? blame the guy. Yeah, I mean, it, and it didn't look like he was like trying to like it was like a tomahawk slam dunk with no. So Jordan, so LeBron was cool with it, but uh, no, no, even he got a little bit. Yeah. Uh, LeBron's uppity about very it. proud man, you know. You don't mess around with LeBron and LeBron's LeBron's hometown, and they and then, they were definitely then, messing. The Sixers were messing around with the Cavs last night. I saw some of that okay. game. Then they were you know what? It, then, it in. then play defense and play to the yeah, end. You I don't agree. you don't have to play super super hard because yeah. no one wants to get hurt. It's just like an All Star game or something. But but don't blame a guy. You know, unless unless he's specifically showboating. That I mean, that maybe yeah. okay. That's a little different story. Yeah. But when a guy just he's got an easy layup or something, he just easily dunks. Come on, LeBron is. Uh, you know, his team has just been through I mean, with this all these trades and the ups yeah. and the downs. I I don't see the Cavaliers making it to the finals this year. I just don't. I think it's going to be Toronto, or the or the Toronto? Celtics. Yeah, Toronto is tough to beat at home, and the Celtics. You know, they were on a roll for a while. Now they've kind of yeah. cooled off. I. The Warriors are going to have a tough time winning this year. They're going to have to beat Houston, and they're Houston, going to have to yeah. beat either uh, Boston or Toronto. I don't think it's going to be that easy. Steve Kerr says he thinks this is going to be much tougher than last year, where they He's won right. every game but one. Last. Remember, they won yeah. every game but one last year in the postseason. Lost one game. They were up, what was it, two games to none or three games to none? In the finals. In the finals, yeah. and they lost one game to Cleveland. That was it. Well, my <laughs> question is, why did they lose? 
Why did they lose? How could you guys lose again? Yeah, they were. You know, they were. Well, they had Durant. They were on a mission last year. I don't know what the mission. I guess the mission this year is to repeat. What's going to be the mission next year? Uh, to do it for Jordan Bell because he's a rookie. There you go. You got to allow the rookies to go. enjoy That's and all, right. and some of the new players. You know, uh, yeah. Omri Caspi and Omri Caspi and Nick yeah. Young. You know, Nick the Young. New, new guys. Swaggy P. Swaggy Pete. That's his nickname. That's his that's his alternative name. Yeah, he calls himself Swaggy P. Swaggy P. You didn't know that? No. Yeah, yeah. That's Where did that come from? Uh, it's uh, some I think it's some rap singer that he liked as a kid named Swaggy P and he just sort of adopted the name. It's so funny. These guys are so young. Rap singers when you when, well, when you're Well, he's kid. not that young now. Uh, <coughs> yeah, he's, he played Nick Young Lakers. is like 32. Oh, is he that old? He seems younger. If you talk to him, he's got that young personality. He's kind of like he's got that Gilbert young Arenas. Remember how Gilbert Arenas yeah. is always kind of a little... Yeah. Then I read about what happened to Gilbert Arenas as a kid, You know what kind of horrific childhood he had, and I thought, oh my God, it's amazing. He's as together as he is. Yeah, he was... I love when he was on the Warriors. Oh, he's a great player. Yeah. Number zero. Yeah, and he got great hurt player. later in his career, and his career just kind of... I don't know what he's doing these days. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of like Vince Carter. You kind of, you go, here's a guy who's just... Oh, that guy's amazing. I mean, he's what amazing. Is he 42 years old now? Yeah, but I mean, you know, when he won the same... Playing with the Kings, Kong, right? Yeah. Same with yeah. Sacramento. Good but, guy. Good guy. You know, the Warriors actually drafted... I think they drafted okay, yeah. him and then traded him for Chris Webber. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, know. Chris was good, but too much... Well, he tore the team apart. Yeah. He, he and Billy Owens and um, Latrell he, Sprewell, they basically revolted against Don Nelson and... Tore the team apart. The team was never the same. And then Chris Cohen walks in right in the middle of it and buys the team, and that makes it even worse. And Cohen was the worst owner in the, the NBA for, you know. How, how many pl- times did the Warriors make the playoffs under Cohen's regime? One time One. in 16 years. When did, when did P.J. Carlissimo come in? Come uh, 97. He was there for two years. That was when Latrell choked him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go to our third Yeah, third let's question. do that. What team did Reggie Jackson finish the 1976 season with? Good question. You think you know that one? Yeah, I think I do. I, th- I think you will. Yeah, yeah. You only have like, what, 2018 <laughs> back then to, to decide? Okay. Yeah. Email edward at sportsecon101.com the answer to that question. I think the audience will notice yeah. too. Which team did Reggie Jackson I don't think finish? the audience will know. No? Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, don't touch that dial okay. because Sports Econ 101 I'm not touching it. is going to be right back. <laughs> Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next? Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. 
Are you a business owner or an individual who owes the IRS? Then be prepared to write down an important phone number. Do you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes? Do you need to file back tax returns? Are you dealing with bank levies and wage garnishments? It's time to deal with your IRS problem today. Call Certified Tax Tax Representation now. Certified Tax Tax Representation, Inc. represents clients just like you in all 50 states. They will contact the IRS on your behalf the same day that you become a client, and you can become a client immediately. It's time for you to face your IRS problems. Think about how great you're going to feel when you're represented by a company who's an advocate for you, who knows the law, who also will contact the IRS the same day you become a client. Call today for your free, no obligation consultation. Call now, 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Not all cases are typical and some may not qualify. The consultation is free and so is the call, so call right now. 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. I'm Edward Brown, your host for the last time today. And this is Never Bruce. say the last time. <laughs> uh, no, we'll be back. No. We'll be back next week. And my co-host, Bruce McGowan. Well, how yes. do you know we might not be? The world might be gone next week. Well, that's true. But if we might not, get hit by an asteroid. <laughs> okay, you but if, if those things don't happen, then we'll be back. Okay. All right, Fair which, which uh, last trivia question, which team did Reggie Jackson finish the 1976 season with? Well, he was traded after the 75 season by the A's to the Orioles. Don Baylor was part of that trade, so I believe he played the entire 76 season with the Orioles, and then the next year uh, signed as a free agent with the Yankees, I believe. Uh, the, the answer is correct. Yeah. The Orioles. Yeah, that right, was the only, yeah, he played yeah. with the Orioles all season, and that was the only year he played with Baltimore, and then he was with the Yankees. Yeah. For let's see, five years, and then he came back to Oakland and finished so off. In Oakland. Or no, went went to the Angels and then finished. Angels, so, yeah. yeah. So you uh, you got two out of three. Yeah. But I just am very disappointed that you didn't know Tom that Dimaggio, Don DiMaggio in 1950 yeah, you know. led the got league. Got a quick Reggie Jackson yeah. story. So yeah, his last game was in Oakland. A. He gets a base hit. Right. Yes. Final game of the season. So we're all you know a bunch of us writers and broadcasters around him and say, Reggie, how's it feel to get a hit in your last at bat? He goes, Ah, it's a nice nice feeling. The crowd was there. It was nice. I said, so that that's it, huh? The career's over. So this is your official announcement? He looks at me, official announcement? I said, yeah, you know, your last hit in the major leagues. I'm not announcing any official to you. <laughs> I said, well, why not? I'm here with a microphone. And he goes, because if I, I, if I have a, a time to make an official announcement, I'll, I'll make the time and place. I said, oh, you know, I can understand that, Reggie. He goes, thank you. Soon as I do make a decision to make an announcement, you'll be the first MF I call. <laughs> <laughs> 
and, hey, the, and were the you? Room, and the room just broke okay. up. And <laughs> Reggie knew how to. Reggie knew how to just hit the right <laughs> note. You know. Were you the Were you the uh, first one he called? No, but he, did, <laughs> he, did. he actually never held a uh, retirement press conference. No, he just, he yeah. just dwindled and stuff. Okay, yeah. so here we go. Here's our thoughts for the thoughts day. for the day. Life is like riding a bicycle. To keep your balance, you must keep moving. That sounds like Forrest Gump. A lot of it's like riding a bicycle. You yeah, never know yeah. what you're going to get. Okay. Yeah. And don't wait for the perfect moment. Take the per- take the moment and make it, make it perfect. perfect. Yeah, perfect. You like that? Yeah, that's what my cat does. He makes it per- perfect. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Tune in next week to Sports that's Econ That's a great sense of humor. Yes, you do. Where we're going to be discussing sports topics from a business perspective and asking more sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. Good night, America. So long.